Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to a Right Chord Music podcast. Lost on Radio. Hi, and welcome to episode 36 of Lost on Radio. This is a podcast brought to you by rightcordmusic.co.uk, and it is our desire to get some of the greatest emerging, independent, and downright underplayed and underappreciated music from our favourite artists right into your ears. Uh, it is great to have you with me today. I'm Andy, and I present the show. Uh, Mark Knight helps with the curation. He's the founder of Right Chord Music. Uh, and between us, we're able to provide a, about half an hour every single week of great music uh, right to you. And that can't be a bad thing, right? Well, no, of course not. Um, kicking things off this week is a wonderful band who go by the name Talking Colour. They're from the UK, so for those listening around the world, Colour is spelt with a U, uh, C-O-L-O-U-R. Um, they're, yeah, they released a very well-received album last year called Kaleidoscope, uh, and they've been working on more stuff this year, apparently. You can find them at uh, talkingcolour.com. Uh, where you can hear more, see more, and say hello to them through the wonderful world of social media. But hey, let's stop yakking, just play some music. This is called Candles.
I hope you like that as much as I like that. Brilliant way to sh- start the show. That was called Candles is by Talking Colour. Absolutely fantastic. As I say, go to talkingcolour.com and you can listen to their various releases and find out about live dates and the like right there. Uh, right, now we're going to take it right back to nature. This is a guy called Lou Bear, uh, L-E-W Bear. Um, and there's something really charming about this track. Uh, it's part of a new record that was re- apparently recorded in its entirety live outside in nature uh, and without any um, processed effects. You can hear birds and stuff tweeting away. Um, and apparently in one song you hear a, a shotgun being fired as well. I'm not in sh- entirely sure where he was recording that. He's from Northamptonshire, so um, if getting shot is something that scares you, maybe stay away from that particular uh, English county. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to let the song talk for itself. It's called Echoes of the Past, and this is uh, Lou Bear. I did 
that I didn't mean, that I do regret. Echoes of the past grow discordant with age. They don't change the Recorded outside, um, I'm not. Sh- I think maybe a stream next to a stream. Um, I'm not sure, but I just find that really, really uh, charming. I think his his main uh, online area is Reverb Nation because that's what he links to on Twitter. So if you go to reverbnation.com forward slash Lubear L E W B E A R, then you can listen to more of his stuff. He's got a new album coming out uh, very soon, I think. Um, which is, yes, the one that has been recorded entirely uh, in nature without effects. Brilliant. Uh, all right. Signs of love. It's time for another First Signs of Love. This week is North Welsh guitar band Catfish and the Bottlemen. Or Bottlemen. Bottlemen. Um, they were featured as Zane Lowe's next hype track on Radio 1 recently, apparently. Uh, and they've had roaring responses on the social networks as a response uh, to that uh, and a result of the support that they've received from the BBC they're still mighty young uh, but they've an extremely mature approach to writing and producing music uh, as you will hear right now this is a really really good song uh, it's called Homesick I got misled mistook the sky anything that I said take me back show me pearl doll cause I got some lies to tell she hates the work but loves to flirt Shame she don't work with me She gets uptight, don't like when I'm gone But she won't let on to me I said
your back, show me for real, dog. Cause I got some lies to tell. Such contrast and depth in that. Uh, Catfish and the Bottle Man. Our first ones I love this week with their track Homesick. Absolutely amazing. You can listen to it over and over if you head to soundcloud.com forward slash catfish and the bottleman. Bottleman. I, I'm struggling with that, aren't I? Um, that's a problem. Forward slash homesick. Uh, sorry, I say that again. Catfish and the bottleman. Uh, forward slash homesick. It's had about 10,500 listens at the time of this being broadcast. So, you know, people are certainly on board with that song. And I know why. It's because they're a great band and that is a great track. Um, Okay, I've I've realised that there's been a small pattern emerging over the last, well, two weeks. I don't know if you can call it a pattern. Um, but track four of the podcast seems to have become the French slot, because I've done it again. Uh, this week is a 10-piece orchestral pop band, uh, Mermont. Uh, I think you'll love this. It's really, really nice. Some beautiful moments throughout this track. It's called uh, Fanny uh, Giroux. It's Quite Suffian Stevens in tone and feel, mixed with a bit of polyphonic spree and moments of delightful Sigaros-esque pleasure. Uh, so sit back, relax, set this in. This is Mermont with Fanny Giraud. Um, I've, I think that's uh, maybe Fanny Giraud. I don't know. Um, if, you, if, you, if you're better at French than me, which you are, uh, then, then let me know how that is supposed to be pronounced. But yeah, you can, you can read what they're called and what that song is called. If you go to rightcordmusic.co.uk and look at the blog post for this episode of the podcast. Right, enjoy. Sorry.
Well, isn't that just delightful? Absolutely amazing. That goes to places you're not expecting. French 10-piece, Memon with Fanny Giraud. Uh, you can find them at memont.com, M-E-R-M-O-N-T-E. Uh, it's kind of in French, the website, but the basic format is pretty routine. It's a pretty standard kind of band website. So, uh, And I think you can get you can get a bit of Google Translate on that anyway. So you'll find your way around it. You'll be fine. I wouldn't worry. Um, the important thing is that you can get more of their music there and you probably need more of their music because that is just great. Rightcore music! Band of the week! Yep, it's that time again. And this week, unlike last time, I managed to get the interview sorted uh, quite a long time ago, actually, in, in, in fact. Uh, it's with quite remarkable artist who goes by the name of I. Uh, it's spelled A-H-I, all capital letters. He's an absolutely fascinating bloke. Uh, and this is it's one of my favourite interviews that I've done. Um, it's I'll let you hear the conversation in a moment. But yeah, he's just a really, really nice guy. Really, really great perspective and, you know, awesome outlook on life. So yeah, just before we go and just before I hand over to that, I have time to remind you to get in touch, recommend us music, tell us what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy, what you'd like more of, what you'd like less of, you know, the usual stuff. Uh, and you can do that through the website at rightcallmusic.co.uk. Uh, or via Twitter, you can find me at Atlum Schema, A-T-L-U-M-S-C-H-E-M-A, uh, or Right Call Music, at Right Call Music, uh, all one word. And you can find our featured artists, that's the First Signs of Love and the Artists of the Week, uh, special blog posts on the website. Um, we've got them featured, so you can find more about I, and you can find out more about um, the First Signs of Love for this week as well. Um, who, of course, were Catfish and the Bottle Men. Just had to remind myself of that. Um, and yes, I'll hand over to me now, having a chat with I, uh, and then I'll play at the show with his track, which is called One Stop. Um, and then we'll all go home. Unless we're at home, then we'll do something else. Today, I am very excited to be joined by the Right Called Music Artist of the Week, I. Hello, sir. Thank you for joining me. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, man. And, you know, I'm honored to be the Artist of the Week. I think that's pretty cool that you guys are, have chosen me to be the Artist of the Week. Thanks. Pleasure. Uh, whereabouts in the world are you at the moment? Because you hail from Canada, but now live in the UK. Is that right? Are you in London or are my sources uh, failing me? I don't actually live in the UK. Right now we're here on a visitor's visa. So we're just here, me and my wife and my daughter are here for about five months until September 26th. Okay. And we have a place in uh, Catford, London, which is staying there for that time period. And once that five months is over, we're going to be going back to Canada um, and hopefully get a visa, a longer visa to stay longer. But essentially, we're just here promoting the music, doing as many gigs as possible, um, as many video shoots and online sessions as possible, and then interviews and just trying to get the music out there. Love the music scene in the UK right now. I think it's one of the best music scenes in the world right now. And I thought it'd be um, vital for us to participate in that scene and hopefully make some strides here. Mm, well, it's great to have you here. Um, I've been listening to your self-titled uh, EP, and can I just say that it's absolutely uh, incredible. Listening to the first bit of One Stop, I thought I'd kind of sussed, sussed it out, uh, but it kind of ducked and dove into areas that I really, really didn't see coming. And you describe it as uh, blue-black music. Could you describe uh, what you mean uh, by that blue black music um i refer to it as the deepest of all blues and what i mean by that i guess you have 
on the one hand, my musical influences, the essence of my musical influences come from black spirituals on the one hand and blues on the other hand. And I was, as a child, somehow I became a blues head. I loved B.B. King. I had this B.B. King tape that I fell in love with. And growing up in a religious household, obviously spirituals and gospel really influenced my life. But, you know, um, I grew up with a lot of reggae music and soca being of West Indian descent. But the blues and the spirituals were something that I really, really outside of my cultural music, if you will, really connected to. And although you don't hear traditional blues or traditional spirituals or gospel on my EP, that's the heart of my music. So, you know, if you look at the blues, you can feel the pain and the heartache that comes from blues music in my sound. And you could also feel the yearning and the redemptive the redemptive yearning that comes from spirituals you know the desire for hope and uh, social change and a better world a better life that you get in the spirituals music so if they had a baby child and that child matured and grew up to be a man and gave its outlook of the world that's you get blue black music the deepest of all blues Uh, that's fascinating that's really really interesting Um, and there are obviously there's many influences as you just uh, touched on in in your music and it's it's quite evident to hear um, and there's a sort of uh, a touch of, of classic soul, especially in your voice. Uh, but there's lots of sounds that are really, really hard to pigeonhole. Um, and what would you say are your main musical influences? Um, and how have they shaped the musician that you have become uh, and you are, you know, in the constant process of becoming? Yeah, so as I was saying, like the blues and the spirituals really influenced me. I love, you know, B.B. King. Uh, growing up, I loved B.B. King, Sunhouse. I don't know if a lot of people know Sunhouse. Mahalia Jackson, really enjoy that type of music. But, you know, m- people that I actually went out and looked for, like Michael Jackson was one of my biggest influences ever because, you know, he just, people say it's pop music, but to me that's the blues in, a, in just maturity. You know what I mean? That's just the next stage of the blues and R&B and soul and rock and roll. Michael Jackson, I love Sam Cooke, Curtis Mayfield. Um, I love Tupac. Uh, my favorite musician of all time is Bob Marley by by far. Um, I love who else out there? Lauren Hill's cool. You know, I uh, I really dig her stuff. I like. I, I started really getting into Lauren Hill uh, weirdly enough at her Unplugged album and all that weird stuff she did in between the Unplugged and now. I would look for that stuff and really love love the live songs she was doing. Um, yeah, and then you know, uh, on the indie side, I, you know, I really I'm feeling Ben Howard right now. I haven't. You know, I don't really listen to his music daily, or he's not on my iPod. But I like, I love to watch his live performances and really take him in, um, video wise, and see see the way he plays and what really talented guy. Kings and Leon, they caught my eye. Um, but yeah, my style. You know, I just love people who have soul and people who just put out their heart and put out their their music genuinely and sincere, sincerely. Like Tupac, Bob Marley, they just put it all on the table. They didn't really care what society or the world thought about them um they got a lot of backlash for it and it wasn't just poetry it was genuine sincere music and it really affected people's lives still affect people's lives to this very day so i love musicians with um hearts and people who just want to give themselves so that people can gain more in life Mm. Um, i think that's a beautiful thing Mm. wow um and it'd be great to get a a sense of your story over the years because it was reading about it, it looks quite interesting. You you abandoned the degree because you were frustrated uh, with the state of music. What's what's the story so far in terms of of where you've been and what you've been doing in music? And uh, yeah, a bit of that background would be absolutely brilliant. Oh, you really did your research, eh? <laughs> um, Always do. 
<laughs> yeah, essentially, you know, one day I was in my class at York University in Toronto, and I, you know, it's just the cool teacher, cool class, and I was just sitting there listening to the teacher. I can't remember what he was talking about. I can't remember what we were doing. I think it was about how to build an argument or a debate for when you're writing your essays, and um, I just said, I'm not supposed to be here, and I just got up and left. <laughs> and that was the last day I went to school, and um, my parents don't know this. Um, they're going to know now, but they don't know this. No way. Um, but that was it. I just knew at that moment I wasn't going to be going back to school, and I can't say I immediately pursued a career in music. I actually took a long time to uh, develop my sound, develop what I wanted to say. Because for me, part of the musical journey has not been like, you know, I did all the, the, the hustling, getting into those gigs, playing to nobody and doing all that stuff. I've been doing that still to some degree doing that. and But for me, it was like, your voice. What are you going to say to people when mm. you sing? I don't believe that music is just for fun and entertainment. If you want to do that, that's cool. But for me, my music, the music that I learned and I grew up with always had a message directed to the people that you belong to. Mm. Um, you know, so it always had a communal society message. There's a message to the community, a message to society, a message to your culture. And I felt that that was so important for my music. So I took a long time to really hone into what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, and who I wanted to direct, who I wanted to direct it to. Mm. Um, so, you know, I got married, had a child, and after my child tur turned one, from really kind of taking a hiatus from going out and performing, you know, I was still writing songs and working on my music, my child turned one, and I said to my wife, I said, I think I'm ready to get back out there and start performing. And that was about, you know, two, uh, two and a half years ago, three years ago. Well, she turned one, so it was like about two years ago, two and a half years ago is good. And um, from there, we've just been moving forward. And, you know, my wife also plays music with me, and she plays the viola. My daughter comes to most of our shows, and it's a family thing right now. So it, it, the beautiful thing about my music is that I can do it with my family. Amazing. And we're progressing in a, in a very gradual way. Um, you can see every like i have to work for every step forward um there's no like this big i love this music and everybody's on it. it's just every step forward we're working for it but you're seeing the progress and um yeah. that was why the logical choice was to come to the uk because it has an industry of music musicians that are genuine and are actually putting out music that they want to put out not something for um monetary gain only don't get me wrong people are going to make money off their music but you can tell that people are putting the music first over mm -hmm. here a lot of people at least are putting the music first here in the uk so this is where the journey is right now sitting down here with you mm. wow it's really great to have get that perspective from outside of the uk as well on the on the uk music scene it's quite reassuring um and fascinating story okay um if you could say something and give some advice or reassurance to your, I don't know, 18-year-old self, knowing then what you know now and having experienced all the things uh, that you have experienced so far in your life. Uh, what would you say? To my 18-year-old self, um, what would I have said? Uh, I probably would have said, don't listen to anybody who hasn't done what they're trying to tell you to do. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> Ironic. Everybody wants to give you advice. So I probably wouldn't listen to myself at the time, but <laughs> everyone wants to give you advice. 
and tell you what they, what you should do and how things should work and how to make it and how to do this, but they haven't done it themselves. It's like someone who's saying how to get rich and they're not rich or how to get a million views on your YouTube channel and they only have, you know, a thousand. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So that's one thing I would tell myself. Only listen to people with the experience already, who has been through it and who's willing to be honest with you about it. Um, also, I would have told myself, practice your guitar more. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't hate the guitar love the guitar become one with the guitar and practice your guitar more um i would have told myself to leave toronto when i was 18 um i know that sounds bad i love you toronto uh, uh, i love my family and everything but i think that being here in the uk there's so many musicians trying their best to to make it you know what I mean? You could see it. You could feel it. Some are better than others. Some they have more shine than others. But people are trying so hard here. And to be in a place where there's action industry, where, you know, with all love and respect to Toronto, there's not really a strong music industry, especially for my type of music. Mm. And to be somewhere where people are actually competitive in a way where you see your peers becoming something, getting signed and going somewhere is it changes your mentality so much. So um, I did a lot of traveling when I was younger. You know, I'm still young, you know, but when I, a few years back, I did a lot of traveling and um, I would have made those travels more music related, which I, which they weren't at the time. Mm. They were just more personal related. I don't, I wouldn't change anything in my life, but I think that if I had to, to tell myself that, I would have said, you know, when you travel, bring your guitar with you, go and perform. And I probably would have came to the to UK sooner and, and tested mm. out the waters here. Interesting. Um, Okay, well, that's about all we have time for today. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, I. Um, do you have much coming up, like any shows or anything that you would uh, like to plug while you've got the opportunity? Yeah, well, um, essentially, if you go on my website, imusic.com, or you go on my Facebook page, um, officially I, you can find all my gigs on there. Um, you know, I'm excited about a few things coming up. We're going to be going to Cologne, Germany to do a video shoot out there, a session, an online session out there. Um, that's something I'm looking forward to. We have a lot of gigs coming up, a lot of um, events we're going to be doing. So I would suggest if you want to find where I'm going to be playing, just go to iMusic. That's A-H-I music.com. Yeah, so that's the best way to find me. Excellent. Well, I, it's been amazing to speak to you. It's such a, uh, a big privilege to be able to call you the Right Court Music Artist of the Week and say uh, that I've had a chat to you because you are a fascinating bloke. Um, we're playing the show out uh, with One Stop, which is off your EP. Is there anything you'd like to say about that track or about you know the people involved in producing that track before uh, we launch into it? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Oren Isaacs, the producer of One Stop. He also produced my entire EP. Um, Oren, working with Oren on this EP, he became like a mentor, a friend, and just really schooled me on songwriting, song arrangement, the music industry, on like anything related to my music profession. He just schooled me on it and really, you know, put me into, put a lot of things into perspective for me. Also, shout out to Marion Kay, Nadia Bachelani, who sang backing vocals on One Stop, Davide Dorenzo, who's playing drums on this song, as well as the entire EP. We went to his studio, and he just banged out the entire EP in like less than two hours. It's pretty wow. crazy. He just, boom, <laughs> just did it. And my wife, Ashton, who's playing the viola on the entire EP as well. And uh, yeah, One Stop, check it out. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoy this. This is um, this is our Right Call Music Artist of the Week, I, with his track One Stop. Amazing to speak to him. 
Uh, and I'll see you again next week for some more uh, great music and hopefully uh, another interview. All right. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 